I've been playing outdoors since I was a kid, standing by the front door at around two years old, hollering, side, side, trying to get my mom to let me go play outside. Now, after 30 plus years working in the outdoor business, I'm dropping insider conversations every week with brand leaders, guides, marketers, CEOs, and others that make the outdoor business a trillion dollar juggernaut that drives product innovation, revenue, and public policy for everything outdoors. I'm Rick Says. Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Miles to Memories podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman, and from As the Joe Flies and Travelmation, Joe Chung. How are you gentlemen doing today? What's up? I'm still exhausted from the weekend. <laughs> this weekend or last weekend? Both weekends. Accumulative weekend exhaustion. Yeah, we uh, a buddy had uh, tickets to the Michigan State football game this week. And then uh, my friend Elise got me uh, field passes too, so we lived that up, you know, free food, free drinks, on the field, after the game, before the game, and then we got uh, completely destroyed, so what else is there to do, right? You mean that Michigan State got destroyed, not you got super drunk, or both, and it can be used in both contexts. (laughs) Yeah, you go with it how you want to. (laughs) Wait, so for for these field passes, you get to go on the field, do you get like a box, or it's just, you know, like for the actual game or you're just in regular seats for the game? Yeah, so the field passes, it's for up to 30 minutes before the game. So you can go down there a little bit, I think like an hour, hour and a half before the game. And up to like once 30 minutes comes around before the game, you have to leave. But you can basically walk around everywhere on the outside of the field, stand in the end zone, take pictures, you know, watch the players warm up and everything. So you just have this pass around your neck. You walk down, you know, the normally the steps that they... they uh <coughs> Normally, the steps that they like rope off or as like a little gate, they let you in there. You just kind of go down, walk around the field, and then you leave and you go to your seats or whatever. So the, the field pass is like a separate thing. You have to have a ticket to get into the game. And then if you can get a field pass, that gets you on the field. And then you go to wherever your seat is. So you could have like nosebleed seats. But if you know somebody that has a field pass that gives it to you, then you can go down there. Am I right? You said that you had field. I would think we were talking in Mexico City that you had field passes before once. Did they win the other time that you got to go on the on the field or did... No, that was, uh, <laughs> what was it, 2018, I think, it was the last time, and we were not very good that year, so I, I get them when they're, maybe that's why, because, you know, when they're not good and nobody's too excited, people don't ask for the field passes as much, so that's when I'm able to get on there, usually for like a bad game, but, you know, Minnesota is a better team, uh, so they came in, and the last one I got was just random, like, two people didn't show up for the Michigan-Michigan State game, so we got on that, so that's like the best field pass you can get, really, for that game. Nice. Or maybe you're just bringing them bad luck. Maybe all your like screaming on the sidelines just distracts the I mean, football team. I wasn't there when they played Washington when we were in Mexico City and they were terrible. So I don't think I had anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was rough. Speaking of Mexico City, I added, I recorded a little tag at the end of the last show, but um, we had talked about that earthquake alarm. We got done recording just before the alarm comes. Um, I'm sitting there working after that and uh, going over some videos, some B-roll and stuff like that for the Vegas show. And then all of a sudden, I just noticed the the tower is like shaking. And then it took me about five or 10 seconds just because my mind was like messed up with the earthquake drill. I'm like, is this a drill? Which was the stupidest thought I've probably ever had. And then I realized it was an earthquake. And uh, then I realized I was 43 stories above Earth. So there wasn't much I could do. And uh, 
I joined the you're uh, housekeeper. Way, way more above that because you're already like 10 miles in the air in Mexico City. So not 10 miles. I, I don't need another person correcting us. Um, that was a joke. That's above sea level. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> yeah. So where was your family? Were they, were they okay? Were you worried? I mean, I'm sure you were worried about them. I was worried about them, although they were in a uh, bus on the way back from uh, from visiting her mom in this small town a few hours away from Mexico City. So they didn't feel it at all. Um, I was able to reach my wife pretty quickly as soon as it was over. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, it was a scary thought when I realized how much the building was swaying. Although it was like a, I describe it as like a being on a cruise ship in heavy water, right? That's what it felt like, creaking and just sort of swaying really heavily. So it wasn't a violent sort of earthquake, but... Yeah, I just realized there was not much I could do. I was up there. Um, you know, it was going to take a while to get down 43 stories on the stairs. So I stuck it out with the housekeeper and and it was good. So I'm grateful for that. Grateful my, my wife was okay. She didn't even know what happened. A lot of people in the group who were like at the airport, uh, you know, got scared. I think we had some people on planes getting ready to take off uh, when it happened. Uh, other people showed, you know, damage. So it was just weird. It was a weird coincidence an hour or less than an hour after the earthquake drill to have such a major earthquake. But uh, thankfully, even though it was like a 7.6, I think, it doesn't seem like there was a whole lot of death, which uh, is much better than some of the previous quakes that happened on that same day. Uh, just five years before, there was a really bad quake, another one uh, earlier uh, too. So glad that that turned out okay, but it was crazy and uh, a good way to say goodbye to Mexico City, I guess. Did you guys get delayed flying out? I know when we were flying out, like a whole bunch of planes got delayed, ours and others, because of three knots of wind because of the weight of the plane and just three knots made us like sit there for an hour in a holding pattern until the wind died down, which I found kind of crazy. But I guess with the altitude and the weight and everything, they're just extra cautious with that stuff. No, it was, uh, it was fine. All of our flights took off on time. Um, I think we were like five minutes delayed getting out of Mexico city, uh, flew into Cabo, spent a few days there at the Waldorf. We'll talk about that later in the show. Uh, cause that's, the best room I've ever had in any hotel. So I'll, I'll talk about that and uh, some other interesting things that happened. And then we flew Frontier back. Frontier is the only carrier that flies direct from Los Cabos to Las Vegas. And they only do it on Saturdays. So we got lucky to time that. Once again, my Frontier status match came through. Uh, my airfare on that You've route was again, like... done it again, Sean. You've done it again. <laughs> I'm just going to keep beating that. I hope they offer it again this year. And I can figure out a way to match one of us because... I don't know. We've had just incredible luck with them, and uh, so that was a that that was a nice little uh, a little gift. Our airfare was twenty three cents. If you took out all of the uh, taxes and stuff, um, they did charge that so twenty three dollars, ten thousand pesos, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. They did charge you know they charged that twenty three dollar fee on Frontier if you book online. So it was twenty three cents airfare, that twenty three dollar fee, and then the rest was just taxes to get out of Mexico. So uh, it ended up being about as uh, good a deal as you could get. Yeah, so back home finally. So I'll be home most of the next three months. So that's that's good. What do you, what were you up to this week, uh, Joe? Not much. I don't. Uh, my daughter had like a little medical thing, so she had the week off from soccer. Um, more so uh, more marbles. Marbles. <laughs> was it marble? What did it? What? Oh no, that they... was my son. That was my oh, son. okay. No, no, this was a this was a planned procedure, but she just uh, can't can't no contact sports right now. Um, well, she's back. She's off the IL today. So because of that, I was just home a lot more than normal. And I just really took it easy, which was nice. I did post today on Twitter that uh, I caught uh, you. 
we're all too old for this, but there are these sites where you can you get a bunch of things and you rank them um, from S tier, which if you listen to Disney Deciphered, you know what that means. But S tier is like the best tier to F. And I caught my students at the end of class doing that with like fast food chains today. And I wrote on Twitter that I gave them a zero, not because they were playing this ranking game during class, but because they, for some reason, ranked Pizza Hut as an S tier fast food chain, which I was like, you deserve a zero for that, kids. That's terrible. So I don't know what you have in the S tiers, but uh, yeah, Pizza Hut is not there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can think of any fast food pizza that I put in the S tier. So don't disrespect Pizza Hut in front of me, Joe. You would not put it in the S tier. Come on. I'll put the breadsticks in the S tier. Breadsticks are S. I give you that. I love the breadsticks. I would if I could only eat breadsticks at Pizza Hut, I would eat that. So when I when I go to Target, I still pick up the breadsticks. So you got that, but it's not S tier. Come on. Calm down, kids. You got a zero for that. <laughs> Didn't realize you were so serious about your pizza uh, rankings. Like that meant well, so much. You know, the funny thing is like I've never met a pizza I don't like. So they were like arguing, they're like, oh, Domino's should be like in the dumpster, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't care. I'll eat any pizza. Every every pizza is A tier for me. But, you know, you got to be really good to get that S tier ranking, which I don't, I don't think any fast food restaurants would get up there. But so I don't know. What would you what would you know? Be what, your... You know what? You know, what's good at, at Domino's that's uh, very underrated is their buffalo chicken where they melt cheese on top, like mozzarella cheese, and then they drizzle it with ranch dressing. That's S tier at Domino's. I'll give you the S tier for every fast food place. The one item. We should do that show. <laughs> yeah, that's that good. Would. I mean, you're you're right. There, the different fast food places have S tier items, but it's a it's a matter of you know what's the S tier fast food joint. So it's it's you know it's fun. Those ranking things are fun to do uh, if you're bored and you know if you're a teenager and you want stuff to argue about, it's the perfect thing to argue about. So that's what I've been doing with my life. So pretty chill for the week. October is going to be crazy, so I'm glad to have a nice restful week. I just realized I haven't stayed home like in our our home home uh, for a weekend since like mid-May. And I don't think I'm going to be here for a full weekend until the 22nd of October. So it's been a, it's been a long, like six months or so. It's I'm, I'm, I'm kind of exhausted. Yeah. I'm tired hearing that Mark. <laughs> <laughs> now you were talking about uh, fighting about rankings. Uh, Rolling Stone came out with their top hundred TV shows of all time. Did you guys, did you guys look at that? Yeah, they I've went been with saving like, that. I've been saving it. What, what oh, was number one? No spoilers. No spoilers, Joe. Oh, okay. okay. Well, you no get spo- you get yeah, two we... guesses, and I guess you, I'm guessing you'll get it. Speaking of no spoilers, I just come on, take Top your Gun. guesses. I rewatched Top Gun Maverick. It's excellent. Um, number one, <laughs> I don't know. It's Rolling Stone, right? So I know they love the Sopranos there. So I'll guess that number one or The Wire. Those would be my two guesses. Off the top uh, of my head. Yeah, Sopranos was one. The Wire was top five, I believe. Yeah, so like I think Seinfeld was... was up there. Um, you know, the top ten was pretty, pretty standard. Breaking Bad, stuff like that. Where'd they put Better Call Saul? I'd be curious about that. I only did cause... the top twenty-five, and I didn't see it in there. So interesting. I was surprised that 30, in thirty-two Sons, Sons of Anarchy wasn't uh, top twenty-five either, which I thought was a miss. That's your jam, right? That's a good show. Like the first four or five seasons is really, really good of Sons of Anarchy. They did a good job. I think they tried to mix different eras and stuff. Like you have Mary Tyler Moore show at number 10. So, you know, things like that. I watched so much Mary Tyler Moore on Nick at Night when I was a kid. So I did too. Nick at Night. Your childhood sounds really fun, man. Really, really fun. It it was fun. Nick at Night nowadays (laughs) is like stuff that we watched 
like uh, Saved by the Bell or, you know, that kind of rent full house, you know, stuff that we watch. So that just makes me feel old because whatever. You know what? Okay. Uh, moment that made me feel really old the other day. We realized because uh, my son was asking about my wife meeting uh, my parents, his grandparents. And my parents had us both when they were really young. So we're talking about like, oh, we, she met him when she was like 15 in high school or whatever. And I was like, you know what? My parents were younger when they met you when you were 16 than we are right now. <laughs> that that yeah, made me sad. It's crazy. It made me die had inside that, a bit. I had that realization, you know, a couple of years ago when I realized that when I met Jasmine's mother, you know, she was like in her late 30s. And I was like that age, like 37, I think, a few years ago. It's crazy. Uh, when when life passes you by in such a way, I guess Joe doesn't Joe doesn't, Joe doesn't feel that way. Oh, I feel I'm, that way. All the he felt that the way oldest, five years aren't, ago. Aren't I the yeah. oldest person here? Yeah. This yeah. is This this is um. First of all, people are gonna start writing in hate mail, so we should get to the we should get to business. But uh, yeah, we are old. All right, let's get to business and uh, let's start with uh, Point Dot Me. Um, this is that that award search engine um, from uh, from quite a few people who. Or in the business, the people behind One Mile at a Time. Um, I think Gilbert from God Save the Points. Um, and you have uh, quite a few people that are behind this. But they really have created an awesome search tool that makes it really easy. We've talked about it before. We have a full review on the site. And we do have a partnership with them. But we had these codes that gave a 24-hour like free trial. And we went back to them. And they actually gave us an even better offer, I think, Uh one dollar for like a, a one month free or not free trial one dollar for a month trial to really give people a chance to try to test this out and uh, they didn't ask us to talk about it or anything but i've used this search tool so much in the last year and uh, i talked to a lot of our diamond members in mexico city and a ton of them are using it so they seem to be finding it very useful and i feel like with this one dollar trial mark uh it's finally like a good chance not to just like try it out for a day and see what you can get but you know try it out uh, planning a trip over the course of a month and see if it actually makes sense. A lot of people are finding value with it. Yeah, you have to sign up and then uh, you put in the code, which is in, I think it's just miles of memories written out. But don't do it in like the trial code section. Like you have to sign up for a monthly plan and put it in. And then the first month bills for a dollar. And then you have, if you don't find the service useful, just cancel it before that month is up. So you don't get billed the, the regular rate. So similar to like, what Amazon does with their show, uh, their channel, sometimes like HBO, you get like two months for a dollar and then then you just cancel if you, if you don't want to keep it longer. But I haven't really messed around with it at all yet. I probably should because, you know, I'm sitting here banging my head against the wall with the way that awards are right now and how hard it is to find space sometimes, you know, unless you're planning like well ahead. Uh, you, it, it's kind of a struggle. So what are some of the like what's your two or three favorite features about it and then like what's one or two things that you think they they could work on and and something that you you know that that you wish was a bit better do you do you have anything that comes to mind for that i think the favorite features are that you can sort of link your accounts and so they they know which programs you have miles and points in so that it can really show you you know here's your points here's how you can book this award and especially when it's finding the same award across multiple partners um, so you can kind of tailor that experience. Of course, you don't have to do that. So if you already know what you have, you can just search and allows it uh, to do it. But it, it really makes it easy. And then it also just, you know, you click it. It shows you basically every way to book. It knows, you know, uh, transfer points from here. This is what you have. So it just makes it really seamless. You don't have to tell it where to search. It knows which, you know, it searches all the programs. I think the one thing for me as like <laughs> somebody who has no attention span anymore 
it does take a little bit of time for it to hit up every site, scrape it, get the de- the details, and then you can only really search one day at a time. Um, I get why this is a technical limitation on their servers and what they have to do, um, but of course, I always want the results to come quicker. So it can be a little bit time consuming in that you have to search a day, maybe you have, then you want to search another day, and it starts all over. Um, but they seem to do a pretty good job with caching results too, and uh, so yeah, hopefully at some point they can make it quicker. But again. That's a technical uh, limitation. But I found, you know, everything from uh, from like our flights when we flew back from Paris to Detroit, getting those direct flights, you know, using Flying Blue for like, what, 12,000 points each or maybe even less. I talked about it on the show. Um, I found uh, flights for my dad. I found other, you know, other flights. And then for trips that I'm doing, I'm continually searching. And it's really helpful because it's not always easy to find three seats either. So um, I feel like the more difficult your booking is going to be, as far as like a family booking or, you know, trying to try find more exotic destinations and stuff, the better this is going to be. So, yeah, I'll just like run a search and then have like a reminder to check back in five minutes, get those results, run another search, things like that. So that's that, sort of how that would be my it. problem. Like <laughs> I'd run the search and then walk away and then completely forget it was going on. Uh, so definitely a good thing to set like an uh, Alexa, a reminder or something. But of course, I get a, a text from my cousin last night that's like. Hey, I need you to, you know, work a miracle for me. I want to go. Uh, we need four tickets to Punta Cana over the new year, like from like December 28th to January 2nd. And I was like, good luck like, with that. All I can find is $900 tickets. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah. Like, I love how people like they only reach out to you like a week or two before they need something <laughs> or like if it's a really like impossible trip. And you're like, I can't, you, you know, I can't do anything for you. Like, you need to let me know like eight months out. Six months out, maybe I get lucky last minute with some stuff, but I hate the people that are like, I've got to fly next week and all the prices are really expensive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't have a special code that says like half off all flights. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's obviously everybody in this hobby has dealt with that, right? It's always the worst things, too, because like it makes you look stupid. Like you can't come up with this miracle, uh, you know, with a week's notice during high season when, you know, if they actually asked you at the right time, you could probably help them save some money so it's always frustrating that way too because you just can't help them the way that you want to and then you know then they look oh yeah sure mr uh, mr miles guru over there can't help me get the punta cana over christmas or whatever yeah it's crazy yeah it's the worst when it's uh your wife because she's like why are you wasting all your time on this if you can't hook me up when uh it's time but yeah, yeah I think... just just beats you down so hard. I love it. Yeah, man. It's just <laughs> I, I'm like so actually. You, you watched... No, this is when you say, if I could get three cards, then we wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> that is what I say. <laughs> and she's like, no, never mind. Pass. Speaking of which, actually, uh I no, I, I I'm i I've been coming through. She's she's having a reunion with her friends in Chicago in a couple of weeks, and so I guest have honored them. <gasps> we might be there at the same time. What? When? Maybe I should go. Even though it's supposed uh, to be a girl's trip. <laughs> anyway, but uh, since we're talking about points on me, I decided to pull up my account and I've been searching for award space for her. I'm probably going to end up having to pay cash, uh, which is fine. Actually, maybe I'll be able to game some Amex Platinum credits for it at least. But uh, I was going to say the one thing, you know, I really like the interface. It's very smooth. Uh, I agree, Sean. It takes too long. But I mean, what are you going to do? Like it's searching through so many programs the one feature i would like to see and that i would probably pay more for is if they were willing to you know you could save a search 
and they checked it like once per day. You know, I understand they can't be running these searches like all the time, but even if they just ran it once per day and sent you an email with like, what's the current price, top three prices or whatever, um, that would be a really cool feature. And I guess the other thing that would be nice is in general, it saves your last search, but like if you could have a list of searches that you did, um, that would that would be nice. But other other than that, you know, it's it's a really great program. And the interface, I, it, this was uh, originally Juicy Miles, right? And the interface is much improved, in my opinion, from what Juicy Miles used to be. So yeah, it, it used to be that, and they basically redesigned it from the ground up. So Juicy Miles kind of partnered with the OMAT people and uh, Gilbert from God Save the Points. And I don't know how their whole partnership works, but they all kind of got together and redid this tool from scratch. And uh, I like it a lot. I think it's one twenty nine a year just for people. They know what the price is, but give that dollar trial a, a try. See if it works for you to plan a trip. Uh, I was really excited. We just actually emailed them seeing if we could get more one day codes and they offered this instead. And I think uh, it's a better deal. And uh, <laughs> I think uh, at least, yeah. So I give it a try. They, I, I'm happy. They do. Um, I was going to say, they do have the booking services, too. So I wonder if that's part of it, uh, Joe, where if you sign up for the booking service, they'll just keep checking stuff for you as a part of it. I'm sure the fees are are much higher. But I know a lot of people like the simplicity. Like, I have points. I don't mind spending a couple hundred dollars to not be searching for all this stuff. So here, you go do it for me. And I think if you're a member of Point.me, you get a discount on those uh, bookings, too. So I've always been kind of tempted. I know, like... I'd get shamed for it, but I'm I'm like, I don't, you know, could I use this time that I spend searching for flights? Because I actually, I'm one of the few people in the space that hates searching for flights. Could I use that time that I spend searching for flights, making it somewhere else, you know, doing the things we do? Uh, would it be a better, uh, you know, cost benefit to me? Uh, so I always kick that around, but I've never, I've never dove in. I think it's worth paying for, frankly, at this point in my life. We have already established that we are old. You know, we've said that. But I think the other thing that is really different is when before we had kids, I was booking trips monthly with my wife. And so I was completely up to date on, you know, what what are the hacks here? Which programs can I use a stopover for? Which ones can I do open jaw? Like all that stuff. Right. But now, you know, we book one big trip per year or two big trips per year. But like one is like the Disney World. Like I don't need help booking that right and then you know when we're ready to go overseas again and stuff like that like i don't know what the current rules are for korean air or japan airlines and even though like i have all these cathay pacific miles sitting around like i don't know you know can i use those for domestic you know so just all that stuff that like when you're doing it every month then you know it's fresh in your mind but nowadays like i don't i, I don't have that knowledge so i think it's totally worth paying someone to do that especially if you know they might end up saving you at least enough to make it completely worth your while to pay them a fee or whatever. Yeah. Plus our brains don't work as well anymore. What brains? <laughs> what brains? Kids, kids, COVID brain. We're just like, we're just wasted. Like, we got no brains. We got no brains. Yeah. Sean's the brains of the operation. We're just, we're just here. for And, that, that, and that's why we're in, in, in serious trouble here. That's why we have problems. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good one. No, but uh, you know, I think you're right. I think part of just getting older and then part of getting mature in the hobby too, is realizing that, you know, you can, spend a little bit of money on a tool that can save you time and that can either better your life or you can use that time for pursuits that are far more valuable. I know I learned that like in the reselling side. At first, I didn't want to spend money on different tools that I use and then I realized, oh, those tools help free me up. They either help me make more money or give me more time to do other things. So uh, yeah, especially if you can try something 
for a dollar. Um, I, yeah, like I said, it's uh, 129 a year or $12 a month for the plan. And then if you do their full service, it's like $200 a passenger, but uh, you can check it out. We'll put a, a link in the description. This was not sponsored by them. We do have an affiliate relationship with them as we do with many businesses, but um, this is just our real world use of this, of this uh, program. And they did give it to me free to use. So I will disclose that as well so that I could talk about it. So I hope that, uh, that gets it all out of the way. And let's talk about, uh, wait, time out, time out, time out. Okay. So yeah. point on me came through while I was searching. All right. Um, I'm, I'm gonna probably, are we doing more live searches? Is that oh, what yeah. we're doing now? Oh yeah. All that's right, what nice. we're doing. I'm probably going <laughs> to overpay for these flights. And to be clear, like Jess has like a specific time range that she needs to uh, arrive in. I'll pick so her up at the airport. It's going to cost, and it's going to cost more no matter what, <laughs> but, uh, what should I do? These are the best options I see right now. 17,000 sky miles economy, or should I pay 28,000 sky miles for her for a three hour flight in domestic first, you know, just because on, I, uh, I love still her. on I Delta. Love, I love her or whatever, you know, still on Delta? Says. yeah, on Delta. Oh, book the uh, first class. <laughs> That's yes. another, another thing we got to beep out. <laughs> Yes, another another thing that they're I gonna get think once, it's way worse than it is. Yeah, yeah, another, another thing I only get once per year, guys. <laughs> they're de- now they're definitely gonna think it's worse than what it is. Yeah, leaving it in. I mean, I'll beep it out and leave the rest of it in. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably do. I'll probably do the first. Like I have so many, I have so many sky miles lying around, and I don't know what I'm. Send them to anymore. me. I'll give you half a cent a piece. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> I, I think I can get a I think I can he, get a better return. He paused for a second there. He's like, I, maybe. No, no, I was thinking of the joke, which is I can get a better return by booking her first class. Thank you very much. There you go. Nice. Well done, sir. All right. Well done. All right. So let's pivot to uh, the new credit cards that came out this week. I think we talked on the show about the rumors that Marriott was going to launch two new cards, and they've come. That's the Marriott Bonvoy Bevy and the Marriott Bonvoy Bountiful. One of those is from American Express, the other from Chase. I believe they're virt- they're identical cards, uh, just one Chase, one Amex. And then they also did some other things to the Ritz card, to the Brilliant card, which we'll talk about. Uh, but these are the, that new tier $250 annual fee card. Um, I think the sign-up bonus is $125K after 4K in spend. Uh, has some bonus categories like Forex, Marriott points on up to 15000 in uh, supermarket spend. A free night award at 50K, up to 50K value every year, 15 night credits. Is this worth $250 for this new card? We'll talk about that first, and then we'll kind of go into the changes no. to some of the other cards. Done. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, it's I don't, I don't know what they were doing with this. Like, this has got to be the worst card launch that I can remember. Like, people, like, hated on the Hyatt Biz a little bit, and I think they did miss the mark with that. But this is, like, really, really bad. Like, the $95 cards are better. So I don't know what what were they going with here, you know, and then and the fact that they're moving the uh, brilliant up to uh, uh, 85k cert from 50k cert means that this like slotted in perfectly to give them the 50k certs, which they you don't even get a certificate for the 250 bucks. You get a 35k cert for the $95. So that would have made sense. At least that would have been some value. You know, people might have gotten it just for that. Like, oh, I'm going to get a 50,000 a night room for 250 bucks. Yeah, I di- I should have said, and I and I stumbled over that. You have to spend 15k a year on this new card to get that 50k cert. Uh, so it's not just coming with the card, which does, yeah, as you say, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Which 
which puts it in line with like the the surpass surpass i say it like ryan which puts it in line with the surpass you know the hilton card 95 dollars doesn't come with a, a free night but you can get it for 15k and that card has better earning potential it's only 95 bucks has better status you know i think hilton gold status is better than pretty much all marriott status but uh so it has all that and then you look at the high card for 95 bucks you get a 15k free night cert and you can earn another one for fifteen thousand dollars in spend. So this card really, like, you know, it doesn't compare well to anything. Even the MX Gold, where you could get grocery spend is two hundred fifty dollars a year, and you get twenty five k, and you're earning four times membership rewards, which is worth you know double what four times Marriott points are worth. So it's it's bizarre. I don't know who hatched this up, but I can't think anybody's gonna sign up for it. Anything to add, Joe, or no? I agree with Mark. It doesn't seem very exciting. Although, wasn't there, didn't like some people have wake up to some happy news? Was it because of these announcements with the card changes? Like they got upgraded their status or something like that? Was was that something that happened last week? So yeah, let's move on talking about the brilliant card. Uh, that's the high-end Marriott Bombay card from American Express. Can we, can we talk about a minute about how all these names are horrible <laughs> and I can't keep them apart? Like even writing, yeah. I put brilliant and then boundless and bevy and bountiful and. Do you know, think that's deliberate? Like I wouldn't. I don't know why. Why would like you want to someone... confuse everybody? No, because like you confuse people and then like boom, they sign up for like the five hundred dollar annual fee card instead, just because they're like so confused. I don't know. Or like you know, I think Probably. I think I'm joking aside. I do think normal consumers they'll just hear like oh. There's, a, there's this new Marriott card that's good, and they'll hear something that starts with the letter B, and then maybe they sign up for these new ones that are worse, right? And they're like, oh, it has a B in it, so it must be the right one. I, I'm not even saying the names because I don't even know which one is which myself. So, you know, if if we don't know, um, well, I am I guess I'm more like a normal person, but you guys, you know, you are you have to write it up, right? So you should theoretically know. I have my cheat sheets right here on my screen as I'm talking. Uh, to make sure I don't mess, mess them up. I think it's just somebody who's in Marriott marketing that thinks they're clever at this point, and they're just pushing the envelope. It's like how we named our kids all start with the same letter. Like, we're, they're trying to be cute like that, I guess. <laughs> exactly. My brother, his kids all have J names. So I guess this is the corporate equivalent of that. Um, but people did wake up with upgraded status because the Marriott Brilliant card was quote-unquote enhanced, which... To start off with, they upped the annual fee to six hundred and fifty dollars. I believe it was four ninety five before, or was it four fifty before? Four fifty. It was four fifty before. Uh, so yeah, a big upgrade, a big upgrade to the annual fee and enhancement to the annual fee. There, um, we talked about how you used to have a three hundred dollar property credit at Marriott Properties. That has now changed to a twenty five dollar a month dining credit, which seems to be pretty open at any restaurant worldwide. It'll just come off, so you don't have to use it at specific restaurants. I got lucky when we asked on the show a couple weeks ago uh, that I, I needed to use that credit. Uh, somebody emailed me and said that Marriott gift cards were working to do that. So I bought a $300 Marriott gift card right in the nick of time, got the credit to post. Uh, so thankfully I was able to take advantage of that. And now I have a $300 Marriott gift card to use in the future. So uh, shout out to the diamond member who gave me that information at the last minute, saved me from <laughs> from myself but yeah so now we have that $25 dining credit but the big news Joe is that the brilliant card now comes with platinum status uh, with Marriott Bonvoy which does include suite upgrades if they want to because you know the properties can do whatever they want (laughs) Uh, free free breakfast at some properties uh, things like that I mean 
Platinum is definitely a step up. Some, some. That's what I hate about Marriott. It's like it's all completely different depending on where you are. It's very annoying. But I think a lot of people will sort of be intrigued by this platinum status. It maybe is the equivalent of like diamond uh, with Hilton, although I would say Hilton diamond is better. Um, But you're at least you're getting access to some breakfast, some upgrades uh, for that six hundred fifty dollar annual fee. Um, You also get twenty five elite nights, which I feel like if you have platinum status, that's you know probably you're not you don't need to pursue nights well, as now much. Now you need now you need titanium because everybody's yeah. got platinum. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> platinum you usually get at fifty nights, so you would be halfway there with the credit card. But then again, you don't really need it because it comes with the credit card. I guess the big other news is that they added this eighty five k certificate at renewal. So if you think about it, for your six hundred fifty dollar annual fee, you're going to get an eighty five k certificate at renewal, which is fairly valuable. Those are some pretty high-end properties you can use that at. You're getting platinum elite status throughout the year. You're getting that $25 a month dining credit. Um, you know, same things like TSA pre-check. There's some other stuff. If you spend 60K in a year, you can get another uh, 85K certificate or some Don't other kind of things. Don't so <laughs> is it worth the $650? At least this card has some value that I could argue for some people. Yeah, I think, you know, 35,000 more points you know, from a 50k cert to an 85k cert, th- that is probably that it's a little over $200 in value if you, you know, if you value Marriott rewards around six and a half cents a piece or 0. 0.6, six and a half cents. So, what is that? Six tenths of a cent. Sorry. So, it, you know, that that's the theory, but the, the, the reality is a lot of people aren't going to be booking at 85k a night properties, which you can even go up to 100k a night because you can top them off with 15,000 points. But then you also think like if you're staying at like a Ritz or something that's 85k a night, nobody wants to go just for one night. So then you got to shell out more points to add on nights, which makes it difficult at that point because you can't earn these points as easily as you can like a, a Hilton uh, honors points and stuff like that. So, you know, earning 100,000 points is that that takes a bit with Marriott, especially at four times chunks. That is the best you can do at gas or grocery, depending on your card. So I think it's kind of like. a a paper tiger like they can say yeah you got a lot more value but most people are probably going to end up using that certificate at a 50 60 65k a night property type of level i think so they're just you know charging you more to give you about the same as what you're getting yeah i agree i think there are people that'll work in that status will work for but a lot of people are probably not going to use the status to the full advantage if you're staying at some of their limited service properties, you're not getting anything. The dining credit is something that you got to kind of focus to make sure you use it. So uh, it's actually brilliant on their part, right? Because they you need to have that in your wallet and use it for dining just so you use that credit up and you're going to use it for other stuff too. So, I, you know, I feel like they, they um, made some smart moves for themselves. Bonvoy yes. brilliant. Sorry. And in that in that line of thought, I'm, I'm okay with this. One, because I don't like Marriott and I don't have any of their cards. And two, they got to pay for all these business uh, membership rewards points they're handing out. So this is a way. (laughs) All right. So the last little bit of change that we talk about is the Ritz card that's been discontinued for years. Those people woke up with uh, some happy news, too. That card has a $450 annual fee, comes with a really good version of Priority Pass, which I think gets you unlimited guests, um, but also a $300 annual travel credit. And now it used to come with a 50K cert. Now the cert is worth 85K. So if they have, if you have that card, uh, you're probably uh, really happy with these changes because now you're just getting a much more valuable certificate with nothing else changing, same annual fee, everything else. Uh, so I have a few friends who have it who 
were happy to rub that in uh, when the news came out the other day. Yeah, and you can still product change to that card. It, it just stinks that, you know, the brilliance with AMX. Otherwise, I would tell everybody, if you have a brilliant, just product changed into the Ritz and you'll come out better. You know, the $300 uh, travel credit is a lot easier to use than the $25 a month uh, dining credit. Annual fees lower, you know, be- better priority pass. And now you get the same cert. You don't get the 25 elite nights. You don't get the platinum status. But I think that's, you know, those two things are not worth $200, in my opinion, for for most people. So I think that th- this is the best of the bunch, really, if you want a higher tier card in your Marriott loyalist and, and you kind of want to get, you know, some stuff out of it. Yeah. If only you could get it, get, still get it, though. So it's only for people who have it. That secret group, you have to wonder if eventually they'll switch them over uh, to something else. But that card's with Chase, so it's probably safe uh, safe for a while. Yeah, if you have like a Chase, uh, what is the boundless one, you can you can product change after a year to it still. So at least there's a way to get in there, but it's not. What was the, what was the big sign-up bonus right before it went away? Was it like 150K or what was that? Or 250K, something crazy. Yeah, they had that. I don't remember. And they also had one that had several free nights to a version of it that they did. There were some pretty good ones right before it went away. Um, yeah, we say back then it was crazy, but now they throw out five 50K free nights to sign up. So and now everything doesn't look crazy anymore. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so check out. We have articles on the site about all the changes um, for all the cards, the Ritz, the Brilliant, the new cards, all of that. We'll put links in the description. And uh, I also wanted to talk about I just spent the last four nights at the Waldorf Astoria Los Cabos Pedregal, which is their property down in uh, in Cabo San Lucas. This property was just ranked by Travel and Leisure as the number one resort in Mexico, beating out all the different uh, Four Seasons and St. Regis properties and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So it's a really highly ranked property. We have a review that our friend PDX Deals guy did on the site a little bit ago, but uh, this is a pretty hard property to find award space at unless you book it like right when they re- release all the rooms or lately it seems like they're releasing a lot of space last minute. So if you're interested in a last minute trip down to Cabo, it can be really good. The standard rooms there started about a thousand dollars a night. Um, and I, depending on the dates you go, a standard room could be up to $1,500 a night. So that's the type of property that this is. Um, but with Hilton, a standard award is 120,000 Hilton points, which is crazy. But uh, the good news is I was able to use three free night certs. So that was a, a an non-standard awesome standard award. It's 450,000 points. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, they have it's just wild. Well, these prices. It, it's, it is wild. But this hotel is sort of an ultra luxurious experience. You start out with like it's on the Pacific side of this mountain in Cabo San Lucas and to get to this hotel, you drive through this tunnel that they blasted underneath the mountain to get you to the hotel. The tunnel only exists for the hotel. So it just tells you like what kind of sort of exclusive place that this is. Uh, so I used three free night certificates from my American Express Surpass cards. And then I splurged and uh, it killed me. But I spent 120,000 points for a fourth night so that we could uh, get four days there. That timed us perfectly with that Frontier flight to get home direct. So that worked out really good. Um, before I got there, I had the email contact of the uh, rooms manager and the general manager. So I emailed them just sort of asking what sort of benefits they had, asking about suite upgrades. And uh, basically they said that the worst room I was going to get would be a deluxe room, uh, which is their base room, but kind of sitting right over the ocean. And their base room there is 900 square feet. Every room has a plunge pool. 
Um, every room is, you know, separate tub and shower. Like these are even the base rooms are pretty nice. Um, but they said that based on space, they would see if they could upgrade me. And we got there and uh, they checked us in. They said, we hope this room is OK. It's one of our two bedroom villas, 2,600 square feet, uh, huge plunge pool, uh, ocean views. This, uh, you know, in the thousands and thousands of hotels I've stayed at in rooms, I just want to be honest, this is the nicest hotel room I've ever had. Like, it's not just that it was 2,600 square feet. Everything was incredibly high-end from, you know, like travertine marble floors. Uh, you have indoor-outdoor spaces where you can basically completely remove the walls. Um, solid wood, decorative doors everywhere. Just just think of going into like a really high-end home, like a multi-million dollar mansion, something like that. That's how this whole sort of room is decorated and uh, yeah, it's incredibly indulgent. And I guess I'll start here. This has to be one of the best uses of miles and points. That room was going for 2600 a night. So with all the crazy taxes and fees in Mexico, for the four nights to book the room I had in cash was $14,200. And uh, it seems like there's people there paying cash, which is a little crazy to me, but I was enjoying it. How many pesos? A lot Stop of pesos. Conversions, man. <laughs> 20 to uh, 1, Mark. 20 to 1. <laughs> yeah, Sean doesn't normally 10 brag. 10 million pesos. Sean doesn't normally brag, but on the Diamond Slack, he said that he had to re-record his video of the room because walking at a normal pace it took him five minutes to record the entire thing. So, uh, Wow, yeah. douche alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, because so I, I, like I did like a fast version Got of him. the video for people. <laughs> yeah, forget it, Sean. All right, you just gotta take right. the L. Okay, you got. You uh, got I'll take nice the L upgrade. on that. It's fine. You got, you got fine. the nice upgrade. Let us let us let us belittle you to make us feel better about ourselves. Okay, you know that's how bullying works. Uh, so, but no, yeah, I mean funny. that's pretty that's pretty awesome. So, hey, question for you: When you get upgrades like that, do you, I, I'm always like, how do I thank them properly? Like I always write an email and say thanks, but you know, I I, I don't know what else to do. I don't know if you know you guys if there's anything. Like, anything else there is to do or maybe I, like chocolate or I don't know. Yeah. It's a, that's a difficult one, especially when you're dealing with like the manager of the property. Cause um, you know, you obviously, if you're dealing with lower level staff members, you're tipping and that's a way to thank them. But I don't know quite what you do with a, with a manager. I will say that this is the type of property where, so the, we were there midweek and they were at about 25% occupancy and I think we went the entire first day that we were there and I didn't see another guest anywhere. And um, that's just sort of how the week went. We left on Saturday and it had been about 50% occupancy with people coming in for the weekend and it felt noticeably busier. But this is a place where you're going to have more staff members than guests. So when you're eating breakfast, there's, you know, four staff members around, uh, you know, trying to wait on you, trying to bring you more coffee, bring you juice, carry your stuff for you. Uh, this is very much a... Uh, luxurious sort of hotel in that way um so you know it can be a little bit uh overbearing i don't think that they quite measure up to like maybe some of the service standards you find in asia but this is by far the best service i've ever had in mexico uh, from a staff and uh just top level like world-class service i i don't know how you could really ask uh, for more and i definitely made sure that the management there you know knew that but everything from the housekeeper just cleaning. I mean, I, the housekeeper t spent so much time uh, in the room because it was so big, just cleaning it every day, mopping the floors. How long did floors. it take her to walk around the floor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just but I mean, just the level that they went to cleaning. And this this villa had you know its own kitchen, 
uh, even had a washer and dryer. Uh, we had a full, you know, kitchen set up with refrigerators. They give you a mini bar uh, that they restock daily with water, sodas, and juice. Um, you also get a tequila bottle that you get to take home. It's as a welcome gift. You get to actually keep the bottle with you. It's a custom one made for the Waldorf Astoria. Every day at four o'clock, they bring you homemade guacamole and chips. Um, and then, like I said, every room has a plunge pool. Were the chips multiple infinity pools? Were the chips salted? Yeah, they were the homemade <laughs> chips, but they were a little bit salted, not not to the U.S. standards of salt. Uh, okay, that's what I've noticed in Mexico. Like they do not salt the chips, which is a problem. Well, that 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 that's probably a good thing because we have too much salt on our stuff. But I just thought that was funny. But no, that the bottle of tequila that sounds really cool. Something really unique, and definitely something you take home, put on your bar. Probably don't open. Just stare at it and remember. Well, it's custom made for them. So like Jasmine drank the tequila while we were there and uh, then just brought the bottle home. They have like matching shot glasses and stuff that go with it, like a whole set that you can buy. I didn't ask how much, um, but the bottle itself is it's all hand blown. It's really cool. It's uh, it's neat. But yeah, our version is empty. Jasmine drank it. So uh, it's not sitting on the well shelf. Well done, uh, Jasmine. <laughs> just pour, put some food coloring and water in it and call it good and just have it sit there. <laughs> the other nice thing is when they bring that guac and chips, they also bring you two coronitas, so the little coronas. Um, so, you know, you get a couple little beers there. Um, as expected, the food at the hotel is quite expensive. Uh, drinks, you know, you're looking at $20 a pop, stuff like that. Um, breakfast as a diamond member, they include the continental breakfast, which is $34. Um, for $10 more, you can upgrade to the full breakfast, which gives you full access to the buffet. You get to order one of their hot entrees which they have like steak and eggs all kinds of different breakfast stuff so it's worth i think paying the ten dollars more because uh, they have a really high-end buffet plus you get to order a hot thing if you do just the continental then they bring you like fresh pond like their sweet bread and fruit and like cereal stuff like that juice um, but for 10 bucks i feel like it was worth the upgrade and uh yeah a couple of infinity pools just a really beautiful area uh they have a side for families a side for adults and actually, because there were only Ellie was the only school age kid there. The other was two other kids that were like two years old. Um, there wasn't busy on the family side at all. The the adult side actually had more people. Um, they also did like a, a turtle release. They have their own turtle uh, kind of nursery for the eggs and stuff. And they released a bunch of baby turtles. So that was fun to see. So like the first three and a half days of our time there were absolutely uh, spectacular. And I would have no complaint about it. And then... In the afternoon on our last day, we were sitting by the pool, or Jasmine and I were split up. I was at one pool. She was in the family pool, and I was in the other pool. I go to the pool. This guy really nicely like brings me a towel. During the entire stay, the staff did a really good job of getting to know guests. You know, They weren't tracking you down for room numbers, anything like that. Um, and then one of their staff members sort of uh, profiled Jasmine and chased her down, started screaming at her for her room number, made her incredibly uncomfortable. Um, Jasmine being Mexican thought that she didn't belong there. Uh, that was what was pretty clear to us. Um, out of all the staff members, this was the one time, uh, yeah, that we had a bad experience. I've never had Jasmine look at me and say, I'm not comfortable here. And that's what she said, um, to which we did bring it to the attention of management. Um, which at first they sort of tried to brush it aside. They like offered us free dinner and we just basically said, no, we would like for you to actually investigate this and and talk to Jasmine. Um, so we had meet, a set of meeting with the general manager the next morning. And uh, that night we went to dinner off site and we came back and the food and beverage manager came up 
and he literally comes right up to my face with Jasmine standing next to me, apologizes to me that it happened, said he was really shocked, and they were investigating. Jasmine was standing right next to me, didn't acknowledge her, didn't look at her, didn't ask her what happened to her, um, and she just like pointed that out. Um, I do want to say that the man general manager met with her. Um, I decided not to go to the meeting because I didn't want to be a distraction because it didn't happen to me, um, and they did handle it. So it's like... A world-class experience other than that one thing. The rooms are amazing. I would go back to this hotel. And in fact, um, they offered us some nights to go back uh, for Jasmine. And that's what she worked out with the general manager, which I appreciate. So, you know, this really bad, unfortunate thing happened. And it really sucked. And it kind of put a cloud over the last part. But you know, I'm not going to let one bad staff member, like, uh, you know, ruin something that like all their staff, top to bottom, amazing. Like the ground staff, the the housekeepers, the restaurant staff, the front desk staff, they learn your name, they know who you are, they treat you like they probably should at a thousand dollar a night hotel. So uh, I still would recommend it, but that did happen. And I thought, you know, it was worth uh, worth sharing that, I guess, uh, as part of as part of the review. It sucks, uh, but it, but it, you know, she did get heard. They did talk to her. I was really happy. And she felt better after that. Yeah, it's terrible that, you know, one of the few places she's ever felt uncomfortable or out of places is, is the, you know, her country and that that's where it would happen. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't think that would be the case and sad to see. But it, all it takes is one bad employee to really kind of ruin a, an experience or a hotel. And, you know, you can have 99 great interactions and one can just ruin the whole the whole thing. And it sucks that it happened you know, towards the end of the state too. So you leave with that bad taste in your mouth and everything. So I don't know. That's just terrible. To their credit, the general manager wasn't going to be there the next morning. Um, he said, you know, I'm, he said, I'll be in at 11 AM. And, um, we said, well, we'll already have to be at the airport. He came in early just to meet with my wife and to talk with her. And, you know, really did seem like he, they were taking it seriously. And like I said, this is not something we've ever had to do at a property. Um, after that happened, she just stayed in the room the rest of the day. She didn't want to be out there. It was incredibly embarrassing. Um, yeah, it was It was just uh, It was a rough thing. But again, uh, hopefully lessons learned all around. And I can't emphasize, like, this is probably, up until that, my favorite hotel stay at any, like, beach resort anywhere in the world. And like I said, it's the best room I've ever had in any hotel in the world. And certainly the best value, I think, with miles and points, when you talk about people who like hotels like me, nerdy hotel people, this is a place I would probably tell people to, you know, if you can get a, an award there, especially if you can use Hilton free night certs for a thousand plus a night room, you know, get your diamond status where breakfast. I mean, it's such a, an amazing value, especially if you're on the West coast, uh, look into it. And, uh, I do want to thank the general manager for, for, uh, for really uh, taking time to address it. And, um, yeah, and for everything else. And uh, as I said to them, despite this, kudos to the staff for doing such a good job. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that makes me angry to hear that that happened to Jasmine. Um, and yeah, I do not, would not blame you. I mean, I heard some, I would not blame you if you're angry as well. Uh, it's just testament to your character that you're not holding it against the hotel overall, which um, I think would be understandable in my mind. I, I, I just don't, it's like, it's like I tell these dumb 12 year olds that I play video games with online. I mean, these random ones, it's 2022. Like 
this kind of crap should not be happening. And so I'm sorry it happened to Jasmine and to you all. Um, and you know, like, it, like you, regardless of whether you're paying or on points or whatever, like to feel that way and not want to leave your room because of it, which I totally get, I probably would feel the same way that sucks. And so nothing we can say will make that better, but hopefully Jasmine worked out whatever with the general manager and she feels okay about that, but really sorry that happened to her. Yeah, she was very happy that he met with her one on one, and they were able to to resolve it. And uh, yeah, it was it was frustrating, and it's not something I even wanted to talk about here. But there's no way I could talk about the hotel without mentioning it. And I wanted to be as you know fair in assessing the hotel because, like I said, it was an amazing stay. Other than that, and they have invited us back. You know, when we did that Atlantis thing a couple years ago, when they accused me of breaking the pipes and all that, Atlantis head of uh, public relations contacted me and offered me an all expenses paid VIP trip back to Atlantis. And I said, no, um, <laughs> mainly cause I don't want to go back there. I do want to give this property another try. Obviously those nights are valuable too. Um, and they did invite us to go back. So we will, and, uh, you know, we'll go back in the next year and give it another try. And I appreciate that doesn't change what happened and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. And, you know, it's not about me, so I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, it, it sucks for my wife, but I'm glad that she left at least feeling like it was resolved. Yeah, and, uh, you know, a lot of people listening don't know Jasmine, but she's like the most carefree, easygoing, ha happy-go-lucky person and always just like a bubble of energy and positivity. So the fact that it affected her that much means it was it was it had to be pretty bad because usually stuff just kind of rolls right off her. I've seen you know, another instance that something similar happened and she was like, whatever, it's fine. Moving on. So <laughs> yeah. I was not, really not quite the same in that, in that circumstance. <laughs> I, I was the one, um, but yeah, then that's usually how she handles this. And the fact that she wanted to go forward and do this, it, it was really eye opening to me. I did write the email to the initially to them. Um, but that was just, you know, that was with her just mainly cause I write more and I was able to get it out, but she uh, obviously was behind all the words there and then just the food and beverage manager coming up to me and like, Mr. Coomer, I'm sorry that this, she's literally standing next to me and ignoring her. I know he didn't do that on purpose, but it was just like, for her, that was just, it took it to like another level to like, of, of, uh, yeah. I mean, it, some of that is just cultural. I don't well, know. Well, yeah, but. I was gonna say some cultures, you know, they talk to the man, head of the household, man of the family type of thing, like the old school thing. So could have just been that, that, you know, that, that's how they handle things. Um, but yeah, you wish that he would have addressed her at least, or at least looked at her, you know, for the bare minimum. Yeah. And again, it wasn't on purpose. Uh, I'll give him another chance. And this is a world-class hotel. Um, I can see why it was voted number one. Um, I always tell people like I have a, my brother, one of his favorite hotels in the world is the four seasons Punta Mita. And uh, which he like says is the best hotel in the world, which I looked at those travel and leisure rankings and it was ranked in like the 20s somewhere. So I don't know. But uh, this is by far the best hotel I've ever been in in Mexico. The hard product is top notch. The soft product, with the exception of what happened, top notch. Um, you know, you get all those sort of included. The, the mini bar, you go out by the pool, they bring you ice water, like bottles of water and ice. Um, there's attendance by the pool. I mean, this is a staff that really is out to to make sure you have an amazing time, unlike any other level so it's like it's the most mixed review i've ever done of a hotel but we will go back and uh and uh i know there's a lot of pictures stuff on the site all that we have from a previous review so people can see what it looks like and uh, if you have some last minute travel plans and are interested that seems to be when you can get award availability 
and uh, I wouldn't hesitate to burn those Hilton certs, man. So good. I, I've loved them forever, but uh, they just are so good with some of the redemptions you can get with them. Especially when they took off the weekend uh, thing during COVID where you could use them any day. It made them like the best out there, I think. And then, you know, compared to what we just talked about with Marriott and yeah, and they're easy to earn, easy to get, and they're they're they can be so valuable. So yeah, definitely my favorite. And one more thing, I know that like I, I realized with talking about Mardi Gras a couple weeks ago and not so positive and this that I need to talk more positive about stays because I've stayed in a lot of hotels this year and so, and had just so Dare many positive I say experiences. Thousands. Thousands not this year. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm gonna do a better job of uh bringing some of the more positive experiences because those tend to get since we're not always talking about hotel reviews, those tend to get sort of, you know, put in the background. But the vast majority of stays always are really good. I'm been impressed this year, especially with how hotels have gotten better. Like I feel like 21 was a rough year to travel, but with the with the hotels getting crushed this year, I feel like they've for the most part have done a much better job of emerging from COVID than I would have expected. And uh, overall, the the experience I'm having out there traveling has been pretty good. So. Uh, more positivity. We'll, we'll have some positive uh, stuff, and I and I definitely think it's a you know a hotel to worth a hotel worth checking out. All right, that's gonna I think do it for us. We're way over on time. So uh, Joe, where can people find you when they're not listening to this fine podcast? You can find me at As Joe Flies all over social media. And if you're looking to book a Disney trip, you can email me Joseph Chung at Travelmation with an M dot net. What about you, Mark? Yeah, we forgot to. Uh, I was gonna uh, bring that up when we were talking about booking points, you know, having somebody do the searches for airlines and stuff. So if I ever go back to Disney, definitely using Joe just so he has to get up early and make reservations at restaurants for me. So there's the saver right there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Detroit Mark. Email me Mark at Miles to Memories. Comment on any of the articles on the website and I'll get back to you there. How about you, Sean? I will say, Joe, I talked to a few people in Mexico City who have used you. And uh, this is completely, you don't know I'm going to say this, and like you don't know what people are going to say, but just people go out of their way to say what a good job you've done for them, like genuinely. So I just want you to know that I, quite a few people told me that. I appreciate that. Anonymous people, although I probably could look up who it was. <laughs> look <laughs> at the cross-reference are... with the Diamond Group, but yeah, I appreciate Except it. Except for John are... Ryan for not uh, you know, reaching out to you for private. Oh, you don't do that. That's right. Leave the kid alone, Mark. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, these are people who are hard to please sometimes. Everybody's saying just how you give them the information that they need, like not just like book the stuff, but give them all that behind the scenes stuff. Of course, you talk about that stuff on Disney Deciphered. So, yeah, just some love to Joe there. Thank you. I'm blushing, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Close and uh, for us at Miles to Memories all over social media and milestomemories.com for all our podcasts, videos, and posts. And uh, we're closing in on that 30K mark. The last we slowed down on our subscribers on YouTube. We were jetting towards 30K and then slowed down a little bit. So if you want the best Vegas content, youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Help us get to 30K. Thanks so much to everybody out there for listening. Talk to you next time. See ya. Bye. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. 
It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save